We're at 6.02, your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Brad Barnes, Brad Thompson, Chris Ronji, Randy Carricker. We've got, with all due respect, coming up in a moment. All you need to do if you want to participate is send your text in to the Home Loan Expert text line at 65780. All, with all due respect gives you the right to say pretty much whatever you want, uh, as long as you preface it with, with all due respect. Sure. Before we get to that, we've all been late to a meeting or time or two, whether it was for a bathroom break, an extended conversation in the hallway, or heck, maybe you forgot got the entire thing. Either way, it happens. But that doesn't happen to uh, Lord Bates, a member of Parliament in the UK. With the leave of the House, uh, I wonder if you would permit me to uh, offer my sincere apologies to Baroness Lister for my discourtesy in not being in my place uh, to answer her question on a very important matter uh, at the beginning of questions. During the five years at which it's been my privilege to answer questions from this dispatcher box on behalf of the government, I've always believed that we should offer rise to the highest possible standards of courtesy and respect in responding on behalf of the government to the legitimate questions of the legislature. I'm thoroughly ashamed at not being in my place, and therefore I shall be offering my resignation to the Prime Minister uh, with immediate effect. I do apologize. And then he walked out. <laughs> the English are awesome. Dude, that was like the <laughs> nicest thing ever. But he then the prime minister wouldn't accept his resignation and he came back. He well, wrote good. an entire speech because he was a few minutes late. Yeah, I was tardy. That's good. awesome. You know what? That's how we should all have those standards. Don't be late to stuff. It's like the worst thing ever. Mm. It's the most disrespectful thing ever is to be late. Don't be late. And it was an eloquent speech, too. It was really good, actually. Yeah. He was a very well-spoken yeah. gentleman. So it turns out this week, a lot of publicity, obviously, about the Super Bowl. The Patriots have a guy named Jack Easterby on their staff, and he is their character coach. The Patriots have a character coach. With all due respect, should have probably hired him a little bit before, after the Aaron Hernandez shenanigans. Mm. He's covering all the bases. With all due respect, yeah. Some guys you can't help. You know, you can coach everybody up. Mm -hmm. So, like... had a great uh, Dave Duncan, great pitching coach for a long time. Yep. I mean, just couldn't turn me into an all-star. Now, sometimes you can't save everybody. Good point. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Is the character coach uh, coach also responsible for all the cheating they do with, with uh, the penalties and whatnot that don't get called during the course of their games? No, this he was brought in after that. Oh, so okay. clearly he's had an effect on Belichick. Okay. Randy's Good. still mad. Good for him. Uh, sticking with football here, apparently Vikings fans are upset. They're angry uh, that Eagles fans have invaded many. With all due respect, if you don't like it, play better. You could have been there. Show up for the NFC Championship game, and maybe you could have been excited about the Super Bowl. All due respect. All due respect. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong saying something like that. Uh, Do you know what March 3rd is? It's a day. It is a day. Do you know what happens on that day? March 3rd. Groundhog Day? Mm, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) That's a great question. I can't say no. Uh, I don't know. Isn't that soon? When is Groundhog Day? Is it always Tomorrow, in February? Maybe? It feels like every day here. <laughs> the yeah. look on Meat's face, like, what are you asking me for? I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's Duke, North Carolina in Durham. So that's a big game. It's one of the two biggest games of the year it's, in the... Tomorrow, by the way. Groundhog Day. Mm. Oh, Thus, well, yeah. okay. Uh, I guess we're coming up on Tony it. Phil. Will he see a shadow? Will he not? We'll tell you tomorrow. We'll find out. Duke hosting North Carolina in Durham, and the students at Duke University have taken it upon themselves to, for some reason, camp out in a tent city ahead of, and this is not like the tent city in Phoenix, where you get arrested. Yes, Krzyzewskiville. And uh, apparently a flu epidemic 
has spread through the crowd, mm. and a lot of kids are getting sick, um, while I guess they're all probably getting drunk at the same time. With all due respect to the students at Duke, I find this flu epidemic to be amusing. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's Duke. It's the brown bottle flu. Don't act like you got the real flu. You kids can't hold your party. You know, brown bottle is that I've not heard it called that before. The brown bottle flu? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I've heard of Irish flu. That happens, too. Yeah, it does. Big Sis, what do you got for us? I'm part Irish. I can say that. With all due respect, the only player with a higher points against average than Brad is Jake Allen. My God. Who? Disagree. Just yeah, trying to think who too. should take offense to that. Probably, probably Jake. Yeah, definitely Jake. But you shouldn't because he said with all due respect. It's true. I had a lot of points it's only, against. It's only been recent, though, for Jake. Right, right, for Jake. It was just my career. So that's fine. <laughs> With all due respect, how come we don't talk about Wainwright's contract and how it's a bad one? I think uh, for the most part, it, it, when, when he signed it especially, it was very team-friendly. Like mm-hmm. 19-5 for an ace was like nothing. Uh, and you know, at any big long-term contract you sign, that you might be eating the back end of it. And hopefully that's still not the case for the Cardinals. But ultimately, I don't think the 19-5 was that bad for him. You got him undervalue for so yeah. many years that you're paying overvalue now. That's not That's not bad business to me. It's all coming out in the wash at this point. Not going to agree with this one, but with all due respect, KU sucks. <laughs> oh, my. With all due respect. Jeez. Which one of you guys texted that in, huh? I did not. I don't well, even know the text number. I, I mean, would never uh, say something like that about your team. Meet? Me, mm-hmm. does KU not suck? Are things going well for them? Uh, they're okay. All right, good. They're, they're okay. okay. Didn't they good. lose to Oklahoma like? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you lose. You stumble well, then who here beat there. Oklahoma? Was it Alabama? Alabama beat Who beat Oklahoma. Alabama? Missouri beat Alabama. So Mizzou is better than you know, than KU. KU beat Mizzou bang, earlier bang, this year. Bang. You know that, That right? was a preseason game, yeah, right? Oh, it well, still, it's still. I mean, it's oh, one-on-one. That was for charity. It's more realistic than the scenario you're giving Is me. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, if somebody, for example, beat the Eagles or Patriots in a preseason game, they're better? Well, just because the Patriots, you know, or the Eagles beat some team that may beat the Patriots, that doesn't mean anything. Well, I guess if you beat somebody Four week one of the ago. NFL season, you would be represented in the Super Pretty Bowl. Pretty much, would you yeah, not? essentially, you should be. Who who is it? It was this year. It was. Oh, oh, man, oh I know, I know, I know. Uh, Chiefs, Gosh, the Chiefs. Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, right? The Chiefs which team? Is, both of the Super Bowl teams, by the way. Which team is better? Oh, how does that feel <laughs> in the offseason? Does that feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Poor meat. Uh, Way to hang the, your hat by, on that. By the way, Jacksonville over New England in uh, preseason week one, 31-24. So the Jaguars are better. They're yeah, really good defense. Go. Oh, and by the way, I, I, I had not thought of this, but uh, be, Big Sis, you got, you're coming up on the 50-year anniversary of the Chargers or the uh, Chiefs Super Bowl. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday, actually. 50 years. Yeah. Wow. Must be weighing oh, heavy. Lin- Lenny D. It's like the, the first thing that I remember in my life is the Chiefs playing in the Super Bowl, but they haven't done it since. Really? I mean, what's yeah. the... Uh, I mean, this would be your time to go with the Blues. Go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm above that. I'm above that. Texans beat the Patriots. Texans are better. <laughs> Giants beat the Patriots. 40 to 38. Giants are better. He's got a big smile on his face, but inside he's crying. You not shouldn't be all. crying. Yeah, I, was, not I, at all. I was talking to a guy uh, today, Hardy Washington, a great start state farm agent in Kirkwood. And we were talking about uh, Ed Podlack and Willie Lanier and Buck Buchanan and Len Dawson, <laughs> that, that group from the Chiefs. Oh, the such won the Super Bowl. Great guys. Hank Stram. How many of them are still alive? I think most of them are. I'll take the over. <laughs> With the all- Chiefs are bad.
meat. That's what he's trying to say. I'm just saying they haven't won in a while. Now it's been it's been a little bit. Sorry, man. They can only go up. They, you know what? They might be worse than the Bears. No. <laughs> We've had and lost two teams and won a Super Bowl and lost another one since <laughs> since the Chiefs That's have like been an, in the Super Bowl. An entire lifetime really? has occurred. Really? We're at this point? Yes. You got to take just, those kind of stabs yeah. at me? That's not a stab. I'm just pointing out Oh, yeah. We're St. showing up facts. St. Louis. Ripped the scab won, right off. Won a Super Bowl and lost two different franchises in the time <laughs> it's taken the Chiefs to not win a Super Bowl. Need the point is that uh, you still have a, a team, so that's true. That's the bottom you. line. Yeah, yeah, this is nice. Still got a chance to win one. The bad thing well. is they're still Missouri's team. It sucks. With all due respect, Rudy is just a meh movie. What? What? Rudy. Just Rudy. a meh movie? Was that that's, Kevin uh, Wheeler? Kevin Wheeler, yeah. Is that him yep. texting in six five seven eight zero? I gave him the DVD and he said he couldn't watch it because he's a Miami guy. He won't watch Rudy. It's a Wait, great he hasn't movie. Seen it? Yeah. It's an excellent movie. Brings me to uh, tears. Rudy was uh, it. Uh, he was at Royals fantasy camp. Was he this uh, this past weekend? Sean Astin uh, or the real Rudy? No, the real Rudy. Oh, Rudy wow. Rudiger. Yeah, Rudy Rudiger was there, motivational speaking and playing some bad baseball. Most likely, they let him in for mm-hmm. one play. <laughs> I like that movie a lot. I love it. I it's like it going. too. With they didn't the- want Rudy on the team, you know, but he fought. <laughs> Everybody brought their jerseys in and set it on the coach's desk. Here you go. What do you think about this, Skip? Yeah. Uh, there's no play. way that actually happened. It did totally. Uh, totally no happened. way did that you, happened. you haven't watched a movie like And then I've he seen befriended it. the grounds crew guy Yeah. Uh, that really like mm-hmm. helped him understand the opportunity that he had there and just you let him sleep dig in deep the stadium. himself. Yes, which, I a mean, room there? who gets a chance to do that? That probably didn't happen either. I was high motors. Remember when he went in the locker room and started doing the new Rockney speech to nobody? so good. It was great. Kid, get out of the locker room. It's the most beautiful eyes sight these eyes have ever seen. This is Dad when he shows up at South Bend, <laughs> Notre Dame Stadium. With all due respect, if you receive a free meal, you have no right to complain about it. Uh, yes. Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's correct. It's a free meal. Yep. What are you do? Who complains about a free meal? I'm I'm guessing there is a sports media. Uh, really? Oh, that's actually true. Yeah. Press boxes. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Hot dogs again. Terrible. Ugh. So bring a lunch. <laughs> We're the worst. Yeah. I never have, but people have. That's bad. it's true, man. That is. Yeah. That is. Unless you're paying hysterical. your hard-earned cash, then you I'm can complain you. about it. it I'm guessing hysterical. somebody went to lunch with somebody and picked up the tab, and then they they were whining about it. Yeah. Don't do that. Just say thank you. And with all due respect, Lee Smith will be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame before Keith Hernandez. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. I was thinking they were going to say before Jason Isringhausen. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I think Izzy will make it first. Yeah, saves leader. Get him in. Thank you very much for your text to the Home Loan Expert. Text line 65780. Coming up, one of the best aspects of the Super Bowl, the annual prop bets. We've got some of those for you next on 101 ESPN. It's always fun to uh, talk prop bets as we head towards the Super Bowl, and there are a lot of good ones. Now, some of these you have to bet offshore illegally, I guess. Illegally is a strong word. Well, is is offshore betting legal now? Well, I don't know. It's not what my app says. Okay, but... well, then it's legal. 
ish, probably. Yeah. Wait, uh, so, depends so on where you are. basically anything that doesn't have to do with the game itself, like, like, like the uh, length of the anthem. Sure, that is absolutely wonderful. We talked to a guy earlier, Dave Tooley from uh, Vsin, uh, Vegas Sports Information Network, uh, earlier, and he said that's one you cannot wager upon in Vegas, yeah. but it is one that you can wager upon in offshores or with your friends, right? You can do that. We can do a little friendly mm-hmm. wager. Uh, Randy, what is the time for Two the minutes o- for pink and. It's uh, f- starting from the first note to Home of the Brave. Pink's got some pipes it ends on too. the first time. I'm betting the under here. I'm going to say that Pink goes under. I can't believe it. I'm there, taking the just, under There's also. no chance. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the under. Somebody like Pink, she's going to want to draw that thing out as long as She'll possible. She'll make it her own, but I think it. she can get through the beginning. She'll make Brave hers, and she might add a little something. The average recording time for this song is 140. I think if she takes about 15 seconds to make it hers, that's totally great, and it still cashes the under, which, by the way, is uh, the, the under is the underdog. So if you bet $100 yeah. on it, you would win uh, 110. If you pick the over, you'd have to bet 150 to win 100. And four of the last five have gone over two minutes, by the way. So that's an interesting... I'm I'm going with over. I mean, what is it... Does she not seem like the kind of artist that would drag it out? I don't know. I I feel like uh, she is a huge Eagles fan, too. She she might be, like, geeked up about this and just want to get over with with it to get into the game, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Every entertainer, you think they want to do their thing, but maybe she respects the anthem. Uh, That one bothers me when somebody just changes the anthem totally and, like, adds a verse and stuff like that. It's just a, a bit much. Pink won't do that. She'll hit the under. All right. Now, Pink is a huge Eagles fan, too. So do you, does she mention the Eagles before or after? I think she does. Go Eagles. She, what are my odds there? Uh, plus 170 for yes, minus 250 for no. Dude, those are really good. And they probably sort of just like don't. But you have yeah, to play this right. uh, play this straight. You go out there, you sing your anthem, we're cutting off your mic. Uh, she might hit the home of the brave. Go Eagles! Like I yeah. think that's what she's going to do. I think there's value in plus 170. I agree. On yes, she says Eagles. All right. Uh, what other fun prop bets do you guys see? I like uh, Bill Belichick's shirt co- uh, color. So it's uh, blue. And this is at kickoff. The the odds at kickoff. What will Bill Belichick's shirt color be at kickoff? Blue, 4 to 5. Uh, oh, gray, man. 3 to 2. Red, 15 to 2. And white, 15 to 2. Blue is it's got to be an blue, easy right? Bet, yeah. It's favorite. That's a, that's what he ends up wearing most of the time. I, I think that one's interesting. Uh, I, I'm also interested, honestly, w- which owner they show first. Now Robert Kraft has been there, done that. Uh, but Jeffrey Lurie could be, end up being a he's a storyline, right? Yeah. Jeffrey Lurie's even uh, even money for him. Robert Kraft is sitting at minus 140, and it just depends on how they talk about this going into it, like where they hit once they start panning to the crowd. I like my even money with the Eagles owner here. I think that's good, too. I like that. You're all right with that one? Yeah. All right. I'm going to take it. First of all, did did we even talk about it? I guess we'll get into this game a little bit more uh, tomorrow. Did we just talk about the straight-up betting line, who you guys like really fast? Uh, And I think it's at four and a half points currently. And I'm going to take the Eagles I'm taking the Eagles, too, yeah. All right, cool. I got a feeling feeling it's going to be a lot closer than than people probably generally feel. I'm going to go ahead and take the winning side to cover. So Patriots. Oh, yeah. they're gonna win. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. It's a good call. Now, uh, the the color of the liquid dumped on the winning coach from this, Bet Online. It's one of my favorites. 
This is one of my favorite prop bets every year is the color of the Gatorade. And green is not given as one of the possibilities. Is it yellow? You've got blue at plus 250, red at plus 330, yellow at plus 350, orange at plus 350, clear or water at plus 500, and purple mm. at plus 1,000. I'm going yellow here. Yellow's classic. Like, it yeah. is Gatorade. This is a classic mm-hmm. event. It's the Super Bowl. Let's go with the tried, the true. Yellow sounds good. Red is uh, the one that I've got right behind it. Yeah. Gatorade well, was orange for the Patriots when they won two years ago. Ooh. All right, and that's last year, no Gatorade shower. So is there ever a, a, a debate about whether or not it's yellow or orange? Because sometimes it can be confusing and look similar. No, there's, there, that there's no confusion between no. lemon-lime and orange Gatorade. There can be no confusion. I don't know. For Randy, potentially. Randy's yes. colorblind. Yeah. So he might have a problem with that. Somebody's going to have to tell him if that you want his bed or not. in the picture looks totally yellow to me. Really? Yep. See, and that looks orange to me. Well, because you're not colorblind. How bad is it really? For you, you got some yellow orange. You've got some. If you put a uh, a penny on a green, I can't find it. Really? Yeah. What is the <laughs> What is the story, Jack? Randy, gonna mark your ball? Yeah, I did, Randy. <laughs> and you keep stepping in my line. <laughs> Jack Buck used to tell a story about one time coming into the office, and maybe you were there. Somebody mm-hmm. was there, and he walked in. He's wearing a you know the red blazer and mm-hmm. like these bright orange pants. Mm-hmm. Just completely mismatched. Carol wasn't home. Yeah. And he said Carol wasn't home. Yep. That's really good. I like that. I've got another one I like, guys. Okay. Uh, and especially if you guys, you do believe it. I, I know you said the Eagles, uh, you took the Eagles in the points. Do you believe it to be a close game? Yes. Like you think it's going to yeah, be tight? I do. All right, so I like this one then. Will there be a fourth quarter lead change? If it's going to be tight and the Patriots find themselves down, I absolutely believe there will be a fourth quarter lead change. And yes, is plus 250. So once again, for those that, that don't bet ever, if you bet $100, you would win 250 uh, on said bet. I think that's really good value. I would yeah, take I, that in a heartbeat because I think whoever wins this game is going to have to take the lead away in the fourth quarter. Oh, another good one right under this one. Total number of players to have a passing attempt over two and a half or under two and a half. Obviously, there are two quarterbacks. Got to bet the under. Does, does under somebody gets hurt? Does Amendola sling one? Oh, well, we, yeah, and we that's had a lot true. of trick plays in the mm-hmm. championship games. That's why, since those are on tape, I don't think we're going to see that. I think we do. I'm taking the over in okay. this one too. And what will be higher, the temperature at kickoff in Minnesota or the total points scored in the first quarter? Temperature. No, total points. What's the temperature like supposed eight to be? Eight or something, right? Did yeah. you know that, that, I'm sure you did know, that in all of the Patriots Super Bowls that they've been in, they have not, in, in this Belichick-Brady era, have not scored a touchdown in the first quarter? They haven't had a touchdown in the first quarter once. It hasn't happened That's amazing. Yet. It is amazing. It's crazy. With all the, the success that they've had, no touchdowns in the first well, quarter. Well, Tom Brady has been infinitely better in the second half than the first in a lot of these games. Uh, last year would be a good example. Sorry, Anthony Stolter. Oh, man. You don't have to bring that up. He's not here. He can't hear it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so Sunday looks like uh, at about this time, which is about game time, it's going to be four. Oh, yeah, it's over. Definitely got to be more points than that, right? Exchange a couple of field goals potentially. Mm -hmm. That seems like a really easy one. Tom Brady's first pass, completion or incompletion? Completion. Completion. Minus 250. Everybody thinks that too. Completion to Gronk. Because that, that'll be either it's Gronk or it's, it's a little be a slant. screen. Yeah, just yep. something to get the ball out of his hands quickly, yep. get the offense moving. We're going to go no huddle. We're going to move faster, and we're going to end up uh, putting it on you quickly. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that's an easy one. Prop bets are fun. God, they're like fun. Them. 
Randy, I'm going to have so many things going on this weekend. It's going to be, be a blast. Next up in the fast lane, Brandon Moss had some harsh thoughts on the current MLB collective bargaining agreement. We're going to give you our thoughts on his thoughts next in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. A lot of people unhappy with the current MLB collective bargaining agreement. Brandon Moss saying that the players union has to take responsibility for the balance of power that has begun begun tilting greatly towards ownership. He said, quote, it's our own doing. These past two collective bargaining agreements, any bargaining chip that we've had, we've incentivized teams to wait us out. We've incentivized teams to value draft picks over a known commodity in a Major League Baseball player. It's just one of those things where the players are going to have to get together and say, man, we've given, given some things away that we've got to find a way to get back. Which is hard to do, but I'm glad that Brandon Moss approached it this way because there are probably a lot of players out there who really don't know uh, much about the union what they've done over the years or what they can do uh, that just say, well, I'm, I'm getting screwed here. Everybody's being cheap and not spending any money. No, the, the problem is, well, maybe yes, a little bit, but the problem is you basically, in, in a league that doesn't have a salary cap, you've created a salary cap with, with the luxury tax sitting where it is, uh, a, a number that hasn't really moved much, and you have all these free agents that are put in time and they're going to make a lot of cash and your big spenders aren't in anymore. The Yankees aren't in, the Angels aren't in, the Dodgers aren't in. Uh, because they don't want to pay taxes on their money already. And then you have the other end of the spectrum of all these teams that are rebuilding right now and incentivizing all these young players that they've got, all these draft picks that they have that they want to keep. So there's a small, finite amount of teams that are out there to sign some of these guys, and it's a problem. And here's the, the big issue with the big money teams. If you go over the threshold, this year $187 million, three straight years, you pay 50%. Uh, of tax, so it's not dollar for dollar, for dollar, but it's it's uh, it's fifty cents on the dollar. Gotcha. But if you stay under the cap for this year, you reset to twenty percent if you go over next year. Well, with Machado and Harper being free agents next year, and Charlie Blackman and maybe Clayton Kershaw, those teams, especially the Dodgers, they want to get back to twenty percent when they re-sign a guy like Kershaw, or if the Yankees pursue Machado or. Harper, they want to be at 20% rather than 50%. And the reality is those teams you're talking about, they could all afford that tax, that 50 cents on the dollar if they mm -hmm. really wanted to do it. But I also understand trying to save money. And, and Moss is right about leading to this and that it is on the players. Really, it's on the union more than anything else. And it kind of seems like hearing from some of the players over uh, most recent weeks that they are they gave major league baseball gave up on stuff like well we want to have a chef in the clubhouse and you don't have to pay clubhouse dues any longer mm -hmm. small stuff but the big stuff kind of went unnoticed and i think they also didn't realize just how much teams were going to take advantage of this luxury tax and say well you know we just don't want to go over the limit here so we're going to be frugal when it comes to this stuff and what has happened is well first of all i know people and people are going to say, why should I feel sorry for a millionaire? This guy makes a ton of money, and now he just wants more. He's being greedy. No, he happens to be in a business where he gets paid because people will pay to watch him do his job. And that entity, Major League Baseball, makes a lot of money, so he should be getting about half the pie. And right now they're getting less than 40%. But don't you think the other issue here, and uh, the compensation level has changed, 
But when you watch Houston and Chicago win with draft picks, draft picks have become so valuable that rather than signing guys to big money contracts, so many teams are counting on the draft to win in three years rather than counting on free agency to win this year. Well, look what the Astros had to do. They had to go out and acquire a guy like Verlander. Mm -hmm. So uh, the recipe for success isn't just one way or the other. I do believe for an organization, you have to have a strong farm and you have to build from within. I don't think that you can go out in free agency and just buy a team and win. The Padres tried that two years ago, and then they dismantled it right off the bat and said, hey, this isn't the way we want to go. We want to rebuild with youth. But I also don't think that you can just do that tank for a few years and just get draft picks and expect to hit on all of these without supplementing supplementing some of these guys and that's where we're running into some of these issues is and Brandon Moss talked about it it's not like everybody's asking for 200 million dollars uh it's they there's been a market that's been set over the years for different guys and you're using your comps and that's how these things go when you're going into a room when you're negotiating you use comps this is how much this guy made this is what I've done compared to him and this is what I believe I should make right now teams have an out their out mm-hmm. is I don't want to go over that $197 million. Like that, They just say, hey, sorry, we're out on this. We're going to go young here. We're going to take this bottom-of-the-barrel guy and leaves these guys who have worked their tails off for free agency. Like Free agency is where you want to get. It's the holy grail. Mm-hmm. It's your time to get paid. And they're sitting there looking around with not many suitors uh, because teams don't want to spend the cash uh, that they have. They don't want to be penalized on it. The other issue here, and by the way, Moss said uh, – We've incentivized teams to say we don't want to meet the price that you're asking. It costs us too much to meet that price. It costs us draft picks. It costs us international signing money. It costs us all these different things. We're going to have to pay a tax if we go over that threshold. The other thing that owners are looking at now, we've touched on this in the past, is that there is a defined price for every single player now because of war. Mm-hmm. War, each war point is worth $9 million, and everybody's got the same price on that. And these are completely analytical decisions now. There is no emotion involved. And that's what people are have been saying about Scott Boris, is that Boris is waiting for somebody to become competitive and make that emotional decision. Well, it's not all about wins above replacement. I don't want to I don't think we should simplify it down to that. I mean, if you if you do look at what people have spent, what teams have spent and what players make and then what the wins turn out to be. That's what they're talking about on average. But I don't think they're really in the room saying, well, this guy had is worth three wins, so therefore he's worth at least $21 million mm-hmm. or, or whatever the case might be. I don't really think that's how it works. But I do think there's kind of a general framework now where there's a lot more information on each individual player. There are a lot more numbers that are available to teams, and they use all of those numbers to get to this point. So I think that's why players have a pretty good idea of what they're actually worth, where in the past, a lot of the eye test was part mm-hmm. of that. And, and general managers said, you know, I think this guy's a really good defensive player, so I might offer him a few more million dollars. That's really but, how it used to be compared to now. Too. Well, years, years too. Yep. There lies the problem, though, because those are the comps that players and agents are using, right? It's like, all right, well, this guy got this kind of a deal. These, This is my career up to this point. It stacks up just like whoever. Five years, $100 million. Lance Lynn's a great example. Look at Homer Bailey. Look at the contract that he yep. got. Uh, we look at this. Tell me Lance Lynn's not as good as Homer Bailey. Bing, bang, boom. You expect to get a deal done like that. And that's why the the union is so steadfast on guys not taking deals under what they consider a good value. And right. Because it affects guys the, after yeah, them. The, the union can't tell you to take a deal or not, but they will advise you, and, and they, they will suggest that maybe you're not getting what you should be getting, and maybe you should hold on for a little bit more. Because, yes, you're setting precedent for everybody else. Right. The market is going to change. The market is going to be set in a different way. 
But it is difficult to believe that those emotions haven't come out yeah. yet. Because it's great to have a value on all these players, right? It's great to just know. It's great to the, the business side of it. We're, we're able to figure this out a little bit more. How has there not been that that team that's saying, damn it, I'm a U Darvish away. Mm-hmm. Like, I will pay. I will uh, I will overstand. I'm an Arietta away. I'm a Lance Lynn away. I'm a JD. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Hosmer away. I'm a Martinez away. I don't understand how that hasn't happened yet. And well, I wonder how the players' union, when – Moss talks about having the pendulum swing back towards the players. How do you put that toothpaste back in the tube? You don't. And and I also I like the idea that players are holding steady on this too. That there would have been a lot of guys signing by now if they were willing to take less money in in, in fewer years. They would be doing it, but they're not yeah. doing it right now. And and that's I'm sure there are players talking to their agents saying, Hey, I'm getting nervous. Just let's let's get something done. I want to have a team. I don't want to be worried about this in another month because spring training is starting here in a couple of weeks, and the agents are probably saying, no, just hold tight. It, it, the floodgates are going to break, I promise you. And I bet it does. I bet it does here within the next week or two. Less than two weeks until the start of spring training. Somebody, somebody's going to make money. are still there. Eight of the top ten. It, we're still at a point where, well, now with Kane off the market, uh, Santana and uh, Kane... And uh, Wade Davis are the only three of the top ten that have signed. Well, I'll tell you what. This better not go on like this for another couple of years because I think the CBA expires in 2021. Yeah. If this goes on for like another four years leading into that, I can promise you there's going to be a work stoppage. Coming up, we're winding things down in this edition of the Fast Lane. That means it's time for a game of Would You Rather. Get your texts into the Home Loan Expert text line, 65780. Would You Rather is next on 101 ESPN. Time for a game of Would You Rather. Send in your text to the Home Loan Expert text line, 65780. You don't have to necessarily do sports. If you want to do something outrageous, uh, meat doesn't have much filter. So maybe you'll get your outrageous Would You Rather on. I like meat without a filter. Yeah, me too. If you had one, it wouldn't be as fun. Well, I just got it sounded awkward. No, Everything we say sounds awkward. All right. Yeah, don't does. make it weird. Uh, meat, what do you got <laughs> for us? It's been weird since three. Would you rather have to fight yourself for a minute every time you see yourself in the mirror? Or have, <laughs> like, a, like a dog? Yeah, you got to yeah. punch yourself. Or have to in take there. all the garbage you throw away out to the dumpster one piece at a time. Brad? I'll fight myself every time I see a mirror. Uh, I did find out that I punch harder than I thought I punched because I blacked out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I can do that. I can fight myself every time. Wait, you blacked out and punched somebody? When I somebody? punched myself. Oh. yeah. You ever hit anybody punch else? Myself. Yeah. Like yeah, you, huh? You? Of course. No. Oh, okay. I'm the only one that's gotten to a little scuffle after a few. Were you an adult? Yeah. <laughs> Were you well into adulthood? Yes. Was I well, in, you, was I well into a good night? Yes. <laughs> do you, you Were remember you a, it well? No. Okay. Were you a professional athlete at the time? Probably not. I w- <laughs> I would hate the idea of having to take out the trash one piece at a time. And all the stuff that's in the trash. No, I, I dumped some spaghetti in the trash uh, the other night. Right. I wouldn't want to do that one. So the way you could do it, though, is every time you had a piece of trash, rather than just having a trash can in your house, you could just take it out to the dumpster. But that would still be a hassle. So I think I would fight myself for a minute every time I see myself in the mirror, too. And I'd just avoid the mirror as much as That'd I could. That would be so funny. Like a real deal fight every time. Yeah. Isn't there a video of like a gorilla doing it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm kicking my own ass. <laughs> Can you go on? Yes. Yeah. 
Would you rather take the body wrestle. first and the head will follow? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather wrestle Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair in their prime? Uh, the Nature Boy. Woo! I'll go with Ric Flair also. I think Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan might just like snap a little bit and hit you harder than he was yeah. supposed to. Did you see the 30 for 30 on the Nature Boy? Yeah, it was great. It was great. Was he a bad guy? No, great guy. Great guy? Yeah. Huh. At All least right. in terms of wrestling. He wasn't like... Uh, I mean, He wasn't life. the best husband in That's the world. That's what I'm saying oh, in life. Know. A bit of a womanizer. That's what yeah. I've heard. He's kind of a dirtbag. But all the wrestlers said that he was like the best technical wrestler ever. Then I would take him because I have a, a lower chance of being injured. Exactly. Would you rather fight 100 angry house cats to the death what? or one lioness to the death? House cats. Oh, oh give me 100 house cats, please. Yeah, I'll take the house cats, Even too. if they're angry, mm-hmm. they're still house. I mean, they You have to kill them, though. But you have to kill the lioness, Look, too. Yeah, either way. Lion, that's like a Disney movie. Killing the lioness, It's going to be in the beginning, yeah. Yeah, right. Are we barehanded in this effort? Do we have bare hands? No, not so, bare hands. B-A-R-E. Yeah. Brad. Oh. Um, okay. No, you just kick them. Kick them up against the Well, there's what I'm saying is you don't get a weapon. I think it'd be coming in from like your ta- Swing them by the tail. You, you don't get a swing, weapon. You can't swing a dead cat in here without hitting them. Where did that come from, by the way? Well, that's a good question. I don't know, but it, it applies right now. Yeah. So, yeah, just yeah. up against the wall. I just think you have no chance against the lion. Because the lioness, that's the one that hunts. And yeah. uh, I'm, I ain't doing all that. No. That might weigh a thousand pounds. There's no, yeah, no question. So, would you rather have flames come out when you have gas or have darts come out when you burp? Oh, burp darts. Bur- I'd burp darts, just too. Just because it's not going to yeah. ruin my clothing. Correct. Like flames, every time I fart, I got to get a new pair of pants? Yep. I would, it would look awesome. <laughs> and I would just stick it around corners. Like, Wah! I think that would be a blast. You walk in and you haven't you haven't gassed while you've been in here, but it would be obvious whether or not you've been gassy today. Like Brad, did you? Never mind. Yes. Yep. So the like, chair's on fire. I get into a room with Cronky uh, and Demoff, and I'm doing the dart thing, and I'm going right to where the soda is. I'm going to just load up on a two liter. Just going for it. Uh, yeah. Just. Burp right at him. Burp right at him. Randy rapid firing darts out of his mouth at Kronky and Demoff. Classic. Now, if they're poison darts, even better. Mm-hmm. Although they must be in your body if they're poison darts, which probably wouldn't be so great because then the poison would probably get you. Well, no, I mean, the, the poison inside an animal when they bite you and oh, it kills you, you. doesn't true. hurt them. Okay, that's true. If both teams were mildly successful, would you rather have an XFL team in St. Louis or an MLS team in St. Louis? MLS. Yeah, of course. MLS has a greater future. This XFL thing's never going to get off the ground. Fine. Soccer. Great. Whatever. Soccer it is, everybody. Sorry. People are too fired up about the XFL. Are they actually fired up about it? Some people are. Social media people. Really? Hey, I like their football. I'm I'm telling you right now, I'm on board with XFL. If we get an XFL team, I will go. I'll go to games. I'll watch. You do the pregame? We'll be talk sure why not. We'll be talking about it. He hate me. Comes out of retirement, plays in St. Louis. He's gonna be a he'll he'll be a defensive was he a what was Rod Smart? What was he? Running back. Running back? Yeah. Okay. So then he'll be um offensive coordinator. I don't know. You, James Franklin will probably be your quarterback or something like that. I think the coaches make a regional, that's fine. Yeah. The coaches should have nicknames. 
and the, the nickname should be on their shirts, That'd just be like cool. the players. That's another thing. It's going to be hard to get good coaching. With the cost of college coaches now and how much they make, and obviously the NFL guys, so you're going to get the bottom of the barrel from a coaching oh, standpoint. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Would you rather receive $100 a day tax-free and adjusted for inflation or the guarantee that you'll die of old age peacefully and in your sleep? Give me the money. I'll go old age peacefully in the, in my really? sleep. Yeah, I think. I'd much rather that than, like, you know, anything way sooner and more heinous. But you don't know. If sooner or sooner or more heinous is going to happen, $100 a day is pretty good. That's nice and all. But I'd rather know that I have a whole long life to spend any money that I earn myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that. Although, you know, if you do get that money every day, tax-free, that'll really help with your medical costs when you are dying. Yeah. So, but I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to take the money. Now, I'll, I'll, just hope for, with the odds that I'll die peacefully in my sleep at some point anyway. I'm going to go with the old age. Would you rather burn your tongue every single day or have to pour bleach onto a cut every day? I'll go bleach onto a cut. Yeah, burning your tongue I'm assuming it's not going to be the biggest cut ever, and this this will be a very clean wound with Mm -hmm. the bleach in it. I'm going to go with that. I would, too. I think that um, if you burn your tongue every day, you'll never taste anything ever again. Probably not. Makes you angry too. Yeah. I, I get angry uh, when I bite my tongue. That's the worst. I hate it. Because then you keep biting it. Because then, then yeah. it's right. Because well, well, up. Oh, son of a. Yeah. Oh wait a minute. If you're pouring bleach on a cut on an open wound, mm-hmm. can't that like poison you or something? No, no, no. no. Just uh, sanitizes it. Gets in your bloodstream. Yeah, but I mean, we're not talking about like a big gaping wound, probably. Like you're not gonna we have don't, that. You don't every know day. that. You're gonna die anyway. Yeah, but chances are you're gonna bleed out. Like that's not gonna solve the problem. I'm just thinking yeah. it's like a normal cut, like a small. Like putting alcohol cut. on it or something. Right. You don't get to determine the size of your injury. It'll clean out your system. It's just like plumbing. Oh, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Why don't you just drink it then? You could do that. Mm. Everything in moderation. But don't. Do not drink bleach. Would you rather wake up one morning and be a Smurf or wake up and everybody else on Earth is a Smurf? Uh, B. I think I'd rather of... everyone else on Earth right. be a Smurf. Yeah, me too. Because then I'm the leader. Yep. Everybody's going to be coming mm-hmm. to me for things. Or the enemy. Do you like blue? The enemy, I'd be nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of two things would happen. They would Smurfs either are view... nice. I'm not going to be Gargamel. I'm going to be... <laughs> Shout out to Gargamel and Smurf fans. <laughs> Papa um, Smurf. You're Papa Smurf. No. Yeah. No. Because, well, I'm, I'm maybe not the human. Smurf. Was there a human in the Yeah, it was Gargamel. Gargamel was a He's human. bad guy. I don't remember. But I'm that. not going to be the bad guy. Okay, good. You could never be a bad guy. Right. That's what I'm saying. You're They'd keeper. be my people. They'd be your Smurfs. Yes. Smurf people. They're still people, Randy. Are they? Uh, Even though they're I little. I don't think so. Yeah, they're people. Okay. I think they're trolls. Nice oh, trolls. Really? You're going to put them in the troll realm. <laughs> nice. Ooh, what does that look like Smurf? to you? Does that look like a Text person? Text in if a Smurf's a troll. I don't, I don't know what else it could Either be. Either way, you can save my people. We have some trolls on Twitter today. Do we? <laughs> yeah. I like trolls. We get trolls a lot. Yeah, they're fun. And would you rather live in a gangsta paradise or an Amish paradise? Gangsta. Although, if you're Amish, you're Amish. definitely not going to get I'm shot Amish at. I'm Amish, too. I, I feel like that seems way safer for me. I, I am fine with horses, carriages. I don't love my picture being taken. They are against no that No computer or TV, I don't think. It's fine. I can work hard with my hands. I you can, can churn, churn my butter. own butter. Yep. This past you milk summer, cows? 
I was at a place where they had an Amish bakery, and we thought, well, it's Amish. It's got to be great. Bought some uh, Amish cookies, and they were disgusting. Really? Yeah. Huh. So Maybe they didn't do it in... I, I just assumed that if it was Amish, it was going to be old school great. Yeah. But it wasn't. was not, huh? No. Oh, well. It just reminded me of milk the cows. Like, we don't have a cow. We have a bull. <laughs> Here's your milk. <laughs> oh, man. Great job by our producer today, the one and only Brad Barnes. BT. Oh, Mo, I got to be honest. I thought today was a good one. What did you think? All right, we'll try harder tomorrow. Fine. Yeah. Ronge. Jake Allen's going to win in Boston tonight, boys. Blues are trailing one nothing after one period in Boston. Mike Ryder oh. started the day as our board operator, Michael Paisley, taking over, coming on, and getting the save. And we appreciate you tuning in and putting up with us for the last four hours. And uh, we're back with one more show tomorrow, and I don't think anybody's going to wear a tie tomorrow. For all of us, I might. Thanks for tuning in, texting in, and being a part of the show. Till tomorrow at three. Good night, St. Louis.